0: They say when you're like writing a book, for example, you have to just like free form, write, and then come back and edit later because the editing side is this analytical side. It's a different part of your brain. And those neural pathways tend to not be developed in a way that you can just easily go back from one to the other. It's like you're here or you're here, but if you try to be in both at the same time, you're not going to do either of them very well. And so There's this this piece of like, well, how do we do that? Like, How do we as independent creatives, independent artists, how do we balance that? Welcome to the podcast, Tapping Creativity, with myself, Matthew C. Temple. And each week, we're going to dive into questions and issues and inspiration around creativity and the creative process. So I was talking to my editor and assistant the other day, and, you know, one of the things that we work together on is making this podcast, getting the podcast out, making, you know, I make documentaries and then there's getting them out. And then there's also some of this part of the creative work that is also the stuff that we don't love to do. Like if you do all this work, it can be amazing, but if nobody knows about it, then if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? You know, it's fine if the tree falls, but part of the creative process and part of, I think, why we do creative work, there's two, two parts to it. There's the part that's just for me, that it's just that when I do it, that the work that I do enlivens me, it brings me to life. So no matter what happens, it's worthwhile to do that. And then the other part is... That I actually have some type of story that I want to share, and so therefore the sharing of of the story, sharing the work, getting it out there is incredibly important and so there's this this balance and so then in this of this work that we do is doing the work and making the best work possible and then in between that time is okay, now I actually have to um, make a Facebook post. Or uh, whatever, you know, reach out to potential guests to be on my show. Um, reaching out to you know other podcasters or whatever. It's like I think I have something really special to bring onto your show. Um, like those are just kind of practical things that can sometimes be really challenging to do with the sort of the creative life. You know, a few years ago, a friend of mine, he's a real term, does very very well for himself. And I don't think it's something he loved. It's just something he was really good at, and was able to make a lot of money doing. He took a little bit of time off to go make a movie, and he did. And afterwards, he was like, "I don't really see in independent filmmaking how there's a you know a strong future to you know for making money and and seeing this through." I'm gonna go back, and within just a few months of going back, he was making a ton of money. And at one point, he was like, "You know." This was also while I was making Hardball, The Girls of Summer, and you know I was out raising money, and I did. I was you know pitching investors, and then I did a crowd fund to finish the re- you know most of the rest of the movie, and then I had to go back out to a couple other you know foundations for final support to finish the movie. And he was like, "Why don't you just come work with me? We'll make a ton of money. Work like eight months out of the year, and then the other four months you don't ever have to ask anyone for money. You'll have enough, and you can go make the work that you want to want to make." Now, I'd never really considered that option, and but obviously he said it, so I thought about it, and the reality is is that I I have a really hard time turning on and off the practical spigot and the creative spigot. Those are two things that they're they're just hard for me, and my assistant and editor was really struggling. He was like, I'm just not doing any of this work well because as soon as I'm doing you know, one thing, then all of a sudden it's like this whole kind of like gear shift, gear grind into the other. And now I'm doing both of these parts crappily. And it was one reason why I couldn't actually take up my buddy on his suggestion or offer to go sell real estate you know, eight months of the year so that I could make movies four months of the year. I I know that I it's almost as like it's a different part of my brain which it is it's and those two parts of my brain don't easily go back and forth it's actually one reason why they say when you're like writing a book for example you have to just like free form write and then come back and edit later because the editing side is this analytical side it's a different part of your brain and those neural pathways tend to not be developed in a way that you can just easily go back from one to the other. It's like you're here or you're here, but if you try to be in both at the same time, you're not going to do either of them very well. And so there's this, this piece of like, well, how do we do that? Like, how do we as independent creatives, independent artists, how do we balance that? And some people, I feel like they do it really, really well, but for most of us, it's a big challenge. And I I struggle with it all the time, and in fact, over the last couple months, I've done very very little creative work. Obviously, I do this podcast, and um, and I you know I do some other I do some other writing, but my writing, like the book that I've been working on, I just kind of like put it off to the side for a little while because I've been working really hard both with Sarah on helping her build Ecodonia and working on the Lovers Journal. Uh, not the writing and the creating part. That When that was happening, I was full on in. I was writing every day and that was amazing. But then it was like, okay, then we went into production on the books. And then it went to building the website. And then it went into, you know, starting marketing campaigns and things like that. And those two, you know, kind of juggling those two sides is really, really hard. And so the last few months I've done very little writing and I've done very little filming um, which are kind of the two main areas where I apply my crafts. Because this other like, marketing, building business is going around to stores in, you know, in Northern California with bags from EcoDunia and lover's journals and pitching them and getting them in. It's as though for me to kind of get up and do one in the morning and the other in the afternoon, that's a challenge to do them really, really well. Now that's not to say that I can't, that I don't do that and it's also not to say there aren't rhythms and times where like that that's most people's lives right i mean toni morrison you know she had to get up when she was writing beloved i believe she wrote that book in like the hour before she woke her kid up to get her kid to school before she went to her full time job as a single mother and then coming back and you know rinse and repeat it's doable but it's also really really hard and so a couple of strategies or insights into that is first of all recognizing that that's a challenge. You know, the other thing is to actually recognize that they are two different things. So it's almost as though like when I sit down to write, lately I've been writing on the weekends because the weekends I'm like, I've got no other practical stuff to do. And really it's just a mental construct because the reality is is I could do that every morning and say just until noon I have nothing else to do except write and do my creative work so it's just kind of being aware also the practical things very often are like can be survival things for some of us right there's some people who you know we have this idea of like the crazy artist or whatever the person whose life is not fully in order very well because the creative stuff always takes precedent and it's like i'm going to tear shit up and and figure things out or i'm not going to conform to anything and you know but then there are others of us who like me, which is like, I'm a very practical person. And so those two things have a hard time coexisting. And so there are times, like even when I've written scripts in the past, like when I was head of development for Millie Pictures, to write during that time was really, really hard. I had a summer once where like all of a sudden, like all these projects all through, i had thread, nothing to do, I didn't have, I mean, I all these things to do, I had a family and everything, but I didn't have a job. And so, and I wasn't going to try and do anything. I just, you know what? I'm writing, I'm just writing a spec script this summer. And because there was nothing else to do, I was able to write, I think I wrote, maybe I wrote two scripts even that summer. And part of that was just this mental idea that I was clearing my plate for only this thing. And so if you're someone who struggles with that, I want to kind of invite you to be okay with that as a struggle. You know, like I could have, I mean, I had this offer, to go work real estate so that way I could support my independent, you know, creative career from that. And that just, I couldn't do that and that's okay. Now, some people do that and find a way to balance it perfectly. And some people will go into that and end up not doing the creative stuff as much as they want and let that go. Now, if you're one of those people, it can be really nice to say, you know what, if I can recognize that I can, I can just be okay with that. Maybe I can show up a little bit. Maybe I can also be okay if the way I show up at the beginning is not as great as I want it to be. So, when I was talking to, uh, to Tien, my editor and assistant, for him it was really frustrating to be like, I'm doing this work and I'm not doing any of it well, and I'm just starting to feel overwhelmed and frustrated. And I want to say, you know what? Great. For actually, for a while, we just said for a month, we're like, we're doing nothing practical for you, like do nothing practical within our work that we do together. You just do the creative stuff. And if you've got no creative stuff to do for me, do it for yourself. Do your own thing. Don't fill your time. uh, Even if it's time that I'm paying you for don't fill that time with anything that's practical that doesn't feel like it's supporting the creativity. Giving that pause, giving that space. And then our most recent conversation came around to say, okay, well, at some point, We need to bring some of this practical stuff back in. How do we do this in a way that's really supportive? And I think one of those is simply just to be okay and recognize it. Some of that can also be to say, you know what, maybe when I do all of these things, some of it I don't do quite as well. And that can actually be okay to actually learn to say, you know what, I have to juggle all these things in life because that's what life is. Life is not just the space and time for creative work. Sometimes it can be very, you know, It's practical. Sometimes there's these things that just have to get done. And how does that stuff not weigh us down? Um, so I know t- this week I'm not giving a whole lot of insight or wisdom into this challenge, but to actually say, what about just allowing that challenge to be there? What about being okay with it? What about when, you lay one of those things aside for a little while and say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. If you've been thinking about picking something up, how about, hey, I'm going to pick it back up, and just be really cognizant that I can't be thinking about this practical stuff while I'm doing this other, while I'm while I'm writing, because that's going to get in the way. I think it's one of the reasons why sometimes I I know a lot of uh, artists and creatives who get stuck because your brain almost is going from like that that state of flow, and it can then go to, oh, what am I doing with this? How am I validating the work that I'm doing as a creative in a world where I'm not making a lot of money doing it or other people are kind of like sitting around waiting for me to fail or that's not real work being an artist. So now I've got to fill my brain with how am I going to validate myself by making this somehow viable or make, you know, proving myself in the world. And to say, you know what? Let's just be really aware and cognizant And, and then remember that, that if we can separate those two pieces, we can then really say, you know what, right now I'm just creating just for the sake of it, just because all of the, Hey, this is how I'm going to make money from it in the future, whatever. We can let that go. This is, these are the accolades I'm going to get. We can let that go. These are my other responsibilities that I have to do. We can let that go. They can actually be like an on switch and an off switch that we have to be really, really aware of between left brain and right brain. If we can really do that, if we can really be aware of that, we may be able to be really cognizant of when we're engaging one part and when we're engaging the other, thereby actually allowing us to be more free in the fact that we live in the real world and we are artists and creatives. So therefore, we have to create and we have to be artists, but we also have to pay the rent and those two things can live in harmony. So with that, I hope you have a great and powerful uh, creative week with a little bit of practicality mixed in there um, just to make sure that the roof stays over the head and, you know, shit gets done. In the meantime, I wish you a great one and I'll see you next week.